You guys are listening to Better Muslims Podcast. Thank you for choosing to listen to us. If you find our content, our beneficial, please feel free to like, follow and share to your families and loved ones. The verse that has just been recited just now is Surah Al-Ma'idah from Ayat 27-31. Today we'll actually be talking about the story of Habil and Qabil which has been written in the Surah. In this Surah Al-Ma'idah itself is the second Surah in the Quran. In the Quran, the names of the children of Adam were not mentioned. As with everything that Allah has omitted, it is because their names do not affect the lessons that we can actually derive from the story itself. The brothers Habil and Qabil were to marry their, their sister, their twin sister. However, Habil objected to the rule because he felt that he was more deserving and he wanted to feed his own nafs. So they went towards their father. Adam Salam to settle this form. And Adam Salam actually referred them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were taught to make sacrifices for what they had, and Allah only accepted from one but not the other. Qabil, whose sacrifices were not accepted, he let his rejection fire up his anger and he promised to kill his brother Habil. However, Habil, upon hearing this, he said he would not retaliate because of the fear of his Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Scholars also say that Habil was physically stronger than Habil. However, because of his fear for Allah, he stopped himself from doing any violent act towards his brother Habil. Habil, however, driven by his nafs, killed his brother Habil, and he became one of the losers in his life. He lost his brother, he lost the pleasure of Allah, and in the hereafter, he lost the pleasure of Allah and Jannah. 
a crow was then sent to teach him how to bury his brother. He regretted not the act of of killing his brother, but rather by being because he was unable to bury him without the help of the crow. So, what are the lessons and the, re- the reflections that we can take away from this ayat itself? Firstly, the father Adam alaihissalam, Prophet Adam alaihissalam, did not just rule in favor of anyone, but he referred them to Allah subhanahu wa taala because Allah is the ultimate guide. Second lesson is that Habil and Qabil give offering from what they had. So when we actually want to give charity, when we do our sadaqah, our zakah, we should actually give from what we have. We should not want to give the same thing that someone else has given, especially if we do not have it or we can't afford it. Habil and Qabil gave different things based on the fact that Qabil was a farmer while Habil was a shepherd. The third lesson. إِنَّمَا يَتَقَبَّلُ اللَّهَ يَتَقَبَّلُ اللَّهَ مِنَ الْمُتَّقِينَ Indeed, Allah only accepts from the righteous. One ingredient that will guarantee the success of anything and everything we do is sincerity, ikhlas. We need to do everything with sincerity and ikhlas in our dealings with people and even in, with Allah itself in the things that we give in this life and how we live it. The fourth lesson itself is that Habil's life was threatened, but he held tight to his faith. This lesson itself shows that the fear of Allah is something that has to be clear in every believer, even in the face of death. Because sometimes we are tried and tested and we lose ourselves and even in our faith and even in our perspective of Allah, we start to, to blame everything else but ourselves. We start to say, if only, why did this happen? Why me? and so on and so forth. We just need to remember who we are and who Allah is to us. The fifth lesson itself is that at this point where Qabil's nafs drove him to kill his brother, Shaitan was not mentioned. This is because Shaitan whispers and then he leaves the nafs to struggle and decide which is good, which is right, which is wrong. So Shaitan is not responsible for our wrongs, but our nafs is. We are to blame. Yes, they are there to actually misguide us, but it's also up to us to actually control our nerves, to let us stay on track with our taqwa, on track with our religion. Emotions like envy and anger will drive you to a loss, and these negative emotions are incapable of helping you achieve goodness. The sixth reflection itself that Allah actually sends a crow to show Qabil how to bury his brother Habil. Well, as we can see, there are signs of Allah everywhere. We just need to open our eyes and our heart to see and our heart and brain to reflect upon His signs. And in His signs is where we should find solutions to our problems and not to anyone else. Not, do not shirk against Allah. And the last lesson itself is that there is always a right and wrong way to regret. We should regret our sins for the right reasons because we fear our Creator and not because of any other reasons. Sometimes when we commit sins like stealing, telling lies, adultery, fornication, we are actually more afraid of being caught by people than of it being written in our book of deeds, which will actually be given to us in Qiyamah itself, in the day, on the Day of Judgment. If we, re- if we receive it on, from our right hand, Alhamdulillah, we'll be given Jannah. But if we are receiving it from our left hand, then I'm afraid Jannah will not be for us. 
May Allah actually protect us and give grant us Jannah, inshallah, to receive our book of deeds from our right hand. So the action points that can actually be taken away from this podcast itself is that sincerity should be our watchword. Everything we do should be with one major goal, which is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we need to feed our nafs adequately so that it can either win the fight against what against the whispers of shaitan or it can make the right choices and never the wrong choices, inshallah. And we need to only see the signs of Allah all around us, but also reflect upon them. Because if we just see but we do not reflect, what's the point? We're not learning anything. We're not taking anything into our heart to realize the, the beauty, the signs of Allah. And when we commit a sin, we should regret it for the right reasons and to hasten towards repentance and not to delay it. Because once we delay it, maybe we'll just find it to be a, a normal thing to do. And at the end of the day, we will not tawbah from it. Well, that's all for today's podcast. Inshallah, I hope that you guys have actually benefited from this short podcast on the story of, uh, of on the Quran itself. And if you find that our podcast uh, beneficial, please like, follow, and share. Inshallah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.